0: The silence continued like that, for a minute, before she suddenly spoke up. agil and Kibu have something to say to you. Heh, what is it? agil words were, let's go for the second floor's boss. Raid together. As for Kibu. Asuna gave a small cough, and with a serious face, attempted to reproduce the Kansai dialect, with a poor imitation You may have helped me today, but I still don't recognize you. I will aim to clear this game my own way, was what he said. I see. As I mulled over those words in my mind a few times, Asuna gave a small cough and continued speaking while looking the other way. Also, this is my own message to you. What? During the battle, you called out my name, didn't you? Did I? And then I recalled after thinking for a moment. Certainly, somewhere in the heat of battle, I might have called out her name without honorifics. S sorry, I forgot the honorifics, or was it that I pronounced it wrong? This time, Asuna gave a puzzled look. Pronounced. What I meant was, I never gave my name. To you, and you never told me yours, right? So how did you know my name? Huh. I involuntarily cried out. How did I find out, because we... were still in a party, so in the upper left corner of my field... a vision, two HP gauges, were displayed, and underneath... the smaller one, the five letters, Asuna, was clearly... written. Ah, see could it be, this is the first time you've formed a party with someone? Yes. I see. As my mouth involuntarily gaped open, I lifted my right hand, pointing to the left edge of Asuna's field of vision. Around here, you can see an additional HP gauge other, then your own, right? Underneath it, isn't something written there? Eh. Murmuring, Asuna tried to turn her face, looking to the left, so reflexively I placed my fingertips against her cheek. When your face moves the gauge would also move. With your head held steady, use your eyes to look to the left. Like, like this? As soon as Hazel eyes moved about uncertainly, and then saw a string of letters that I could not see. Out of her glossy lips came three quiet syllables He, Re, 2. Kirito? Is that your name? Yup. Really, this whole time, it was written there. Asuna whispered, and then unexpectedly her whole body. Quivered. Subsequently, I finally realized my palm was still. Held against her cheek. This was just like some kind of. Premotion. I removed my hand in a hurry, and likely from the. Momentum a giant sound was released as I turned. Away. A few seconds later, I heard a giggle, or at least, I feel like I did. Eh, could she be laughing? That. Transcendent, linear user, kobold overkiller Asunasan? As I inwardly thought that, I was tormented with a strong. Desire to see her face, but I desperately resisted that urge. Regrettably, the laughter soon stopped, and was replaced. By a quiet voice. To tell you the truth, Kirito, I followed you here to thank. You. For the cream on the bread, or the bath? I asked without thinking, then she replied, that's not it, as. Her daunting voice returned, but instantly added. Although, that may be a part of it, too, before continuing. Yeah, there were various things. Thanks for many things. You did. I, in this world, for the first time, I found. Something to aim for, something that I want to chase after. Heh, what is it? As I glanced at her, Asuna flashed a brief smile, it's a secret. That was all she said. Then with that, she stood up, and stepped back. I will do my best. Do my best to survive, and become stronger in order to reach the place I'm aiming for. With my back turned to her, I nodded gently. Yeah, you will be strong. Not only in your sword techniques but you will gain a larger and more valuable fortitude so if one day someone you trust invites you to a guild don't refuse after all there's an absolute limit for solo players for the next few moments i could only hear as breathing eventually the following words that came were a little unexpected the next time we meet tell me just how you carried me Out of that labyrinth region. Ah. That was a piece of cake, I thought of following up with, but I swallowed those words. Instead, I answered with a simple I understand, and then remembered something. Before speaking again. That's right, there's one more thing I have to tell you. Before the meeting the day before yesterday started, I was. Going to say something? Yes, I have to tell her now. That's some of the responsibility. For creating the tragedy of two thousand deaths and driving. Her to the edge of despair, belonged to the selfish former. Tester, no, the beater, me. But, just before I could say it, Asuna shook her head gently. It's fine. I already understand. About the path you've. Walked, and that you're about to move forward alone from. Now on, but, but one day, I. Her quiet whisper halted there. As remaining silent for a while, she then gave a calm farewell. Then, see you again, Corito. Squeak, the door opened. Then footsteps. And with a bam, the door closed. I remained sitting on the terrace jutting out from the cliff. Until the information describing the scent of Asuna. Dispersed from the virtual air. I tried thinking about the meaning of her last words, but I felt that, for now, it was fine if I didn't get it. After sucking in a single huge breath, I stood up. After glancing at the door Asuna had left through, I turned around and began to descend the wide staircase, down the cliff step by step. When I tried counting the number of stone steps on the constantly winding staircase, it turned out there were forty eight steps. Upon giving a little thought to whether there was any meaning to that number, I realized it was eight by six, in other words, the number of people in a full raid. Assuming a situation where the first floor's boss was challenged with that force, and none of them died, then upon these stairs, from landing to landing, would be just enough space for each player, but surely even the designers of this area would not have imagined that there would be only a single player going down these steps. Descending this path seemed to imply what my future would be like. There was no one before or after me. No matter where or how far I went, I would go down by myself. However, when I reached the several landings at the bottom of the stairs, there was an icon consisting of small letters in the right corner of my vision. It was a friend message, which could be sent and received. Even when not on the same floor, and I have only registered two players as friends. My first friend Klein, and the informant, Argo the Rat. Who is it? I wondered as I opened the message, and found. It was the latter. Looks like I gave you a really hard time, Kibu. Looking at these first few words, I ended up blurting out info sure travels fast. I continued reading and scrolled through, but there was only one following sentence. To apologize, I will sell you one piece of information on anything at all for free. Ho. I couldn't help but grin as I activated my holographic keyboard and resumed walking once again, quickly typing out a reply. Then tell me the reason for your whiskers in person. Pressing the send button, I laughed once more, and over. The ground of the second floor that I had arrived at, I started walking towards the main city Urbis. Intermission. Reason for the Whiskers. Ancrad 2. ND Floor, November 2022. Inkrad second floor's main town Urbis is a town. Located inside a table mountain that measures three hundred meters in diameter, which had been dug up with. Only the outer circumference, remaining. Once I had gone through the southern gate, the words. Inner area, floated up into my vision, and the slow. Tempo of the town's BGM, started playing. Unlike the music. Led by string instruments in each town on the first floor, the. Main melody here was played with a sorrowful oboe tone. The NPC's passing by also had subtle changes in the design. Of their garments, giving it a new floor feel. After walking about ten meters from the gate, I started. Looking at my surroundings. I couldn't see any green. Cursors which indicated players at all, but that was only. Natural. Of course, that was because the guardian of the. Continuous spiral stairs to the second floor, the boss. Monster of the first floor, Ilfung the Cobalt Lord, was just. Defeated forty minutes ago, and every member of the boss capturing party aside from me had returned to base in other words, at this moment, on the vast second floor, the only existing player was me alone, the former beta tester, and now beater Carido, although that was the case, obviously this situation wouldn't continue on for much longer. That was because exactly two hours after the floor boss annihilation the transfer gate at the center of the main town of the next floor, which was Urbis, would be automatically activated, connecting it to the main town on the lower floors. At that time, the large crowd of players who were watching on the lower floor would rush out from the gate. Conversely, if I wished to, I could spend the remaining hour and twenty minutes monopolizing this town, or this floor. With that much time, I could clear a few slaughter quests. Two or three times, which I normally had to compete with. Other players for the pop. It was a very attractive idea to a solo player who ultimately advocated self-interest, however, I didn't have enough courage to seriously anger the several. Hundreds. Or possibly more than a thousand people who. Were eagerly awaiting the activation of the gate. Therefore. I started jogging along Urbus Main Street, which went straight towards the north, ascended the wide stairs, before arriving at the town square, and finally started walking toward the large gate set up in the center. It was called a gate, but it was actually just an arch, made of neatly stacked stones. Without a door, or any bars, there was nothing to block its other side. However, upon getting Closer, I noticed a faint distortion from the empty space in the middle of the arch, as if seeing through a thin film of water, as I looked around at the surroundings to confirm an escape route, my right hand stretched slowly toward the swaying transparent veil. The fingertip, which was wrapped in a black leather glove, touched the surface of the water, which spread vertically, and at that moment, my field of vision was dyed in an overflowing bright blue. Light. The pulsing light spread in circles within the 5-meter-wide arch. Once it had filled the entire space, it would be the opening of the transfer gate, the so-called town. Opening. The very same phenomenon would also happen at the gate in each town on the first floor as well, where the crowd of players before that gate would prepare to dash in when they realized that the gate started to activate and they Wouldn't have to wait two hours for the automatic opening. However, after pushing the switch, I turned around without watching this phenomenon to its very end. As I ascertained beforehand, I started a fierce dash to a building, which looked like a church, at the east of the square. After jumping into the entrance and climbing the stairs inside, I put my back against the wall to the side of the window in a small room on the third floor and looked down upon the square. Just then, the insides of the gate shone brightly, and the NPC orchestra, stationed at the corner of the square, started playing a loud opening fanfare. After a moment, a rapid stream of numerous multicolored players spilled out from the blue light-filled gate. Some people stood inside the square while looking around. Others ran off with a leather map from the information. Dealer in one hand. And, there were people who raised their fists and shouting, I'm on the second floor. During the beta test, there was a total of nine town openings. The scene, during those times, were the lines of the raid party members who had defeated the previous floors boss, being bathed in the generous applause and admiration from the players from the lower floors. However, this time, the only person who was the opener had already escaped, so that event didn't occur. There was. A group of people who were looking restlessly around, it. Could be that they were looking for me, but unfortunately, they wouldn't be able to find my name there. Over half an hour earlier, soon after defeating the boss, I had made an announcement in front of more than 40 raid. Members. It was that I, Carido, wasn't just a mere beta tester but a beater who had reached the highest floor among the thousand testers and had accumulated the most knowledge of the game i didn't want to act so nasty but it was partly a reaction to avert the hostility from the new players to the former testers and as a result currently my infamy had spread among the highest leveled players at an ultra high speed if I went out of my hiding place, far from receiving congratulatory remarks, it wouldn't be strange to hear booze and jeers. In that situation, I certainly didn't have enough emotional strength to remain calm like a willow in the wind. Therefore, I would have to continue hiding on the third floor of the church until the commotion in the transfer. Square died down. However, huh? I muttered quietly after seeing an unusual event at the square down below, a female player who had just warped out of the transfer. Gate did not stop, but continued ferociously dashing towards the western side of the town. If it was just that, it could be seen as hurrying to the weapon shop or the quest. NPC, but the problem was the two men who came out of the gate right after her. They took a moment to look. Around, and once they had spotted the player who was running away, they started running in the same direction. From the looks of it, it was two guys chasing a girl. Normally I wouldn't poke my head out and get involved, as this place was within the effective area of the anti-criminal code, but since the one being chased was my acquaintance, the story had changed. With golden brown curly hair and that plain leather equipment, she was none other than the information dealer, Argo the Rat. Selling every information that could be sold, there. Certainly were people who hated this motto of the rat, but. I couldn't be calmly chasing after them in middle of town in. This appearance. After hesitating for a minute, I placed my. Feet on the frame of the church's window and jumped down, onto the roof just below. I quickly dashed with my AGI focused parameter before the. Players at the square could notice me, and jumped to the roof of the nearby building. I kept going without dropping. Down to the ground, aiming to the direction Argo and the two guys went. It was possible to do so, due to the consistent height of the buildings in Urbis. I waved my right hand's finger while I was running and called out the main window. After clicking, searching, From the skill tab, I selected tracking on the floated up submenu. When I entered the name Argo into the input window, pale green illuminated footprints appeared on the road on my lower right field of vision. Tracking was a modification that could be learned after the proficiency of the searching skill had increased. It was normally used to raise effectiveness while hunting monsters but it could also be used to pursue a player who was registered as friend however as my proficiency was still low the footprints that could be seen were from a minute ago i hastily chased after the disappearing lines of the small shoe Argo's focus was on agi so for her to be unable to shake off the chasing two guys they must not be ordinary players Although I didn't see them among the boss raid, their levels should be top class. In addition, the footprints that went straight along the road toward the west had exit to the outside through the city gate, which was dug out of the outer rim of the crater. The western plains of Urbis was a dangerous area with large buffalo-type monsters roaming about. The situation was getting worse. I bit my lips and rushed into the virtual. Savannah without even stopping. The wasteland area beyond the savannah was still quite. Risky for my current level to enter alone. But fortunately, the footprints engraved on the thicket were getting more. Vivid, in other words, Argo had already stopped running. From inside the valley between two small rocky mountains, a familiar voice could be heard. I'ms I'll still be saying the same thing. This. Information, no matter how much you offer, is not for sale. That coquettish nasal covering the end of the sentence was obviously Argo's voice, but it was 30% more intimidating than usual. It was then followed by a loud voice of a man. You don't want to monopolize it, but also don't want to make it public. Doesn't that mean you want to jack up the price gozaru, gozaru? I frowned as I stopped my feet before climbing up the nearby cliff. In SAO, by using brain and stubbornness, there were many ways to get through the terrain which looked impossible to trespass at first glance. My ambition was, one day, to try climbing the outer wall of this floating castle to reach the next floor. But at the moment, the reason I was climbing this mountain was to Get into their blind spot. It wasn't for the challenge, but for... My own safety. After climbing up for about five meters and reaching a flat, narrow surface, I continued to crawl forward. The general... Source of the coral was right below at that moment. It's not a problem about price. I told you that I don't want... To be blamed after I sold the information... The voice of the second man then retorted Argo's words, Why would we blame you? No matter what price you ask, we'd still be expressing our gratitude Gozaru. So just sell. Us the information about the quest hidden on this floor. The acquisition quest for the extra skill already. Huh? I couldn't hold on to my breathe upon hearing that. Sentence. The extra skills were those that wouldn't appear as choices unless some special conditions were met, the so-called hidden skills. The only one I discovered during the beta period was meditation, a mental concentration skill, the pose looked like so, that increased the rate of HP, recovery, and increased the probability to recover from the negative statuses. However, due to its low efficiency and lame pose, not many players took it. The other was the katana extra skill, which was used by the Cobalt lord and samurai-type monsters on the tenth floor, but I still didn't know its prerequisites. In any case, I'm certain that the topic between Argo and the two mysterious Gozaru guys isn't the meditation skill, as the NPC giving this skill is on the sixth floor. That Means, there is a flag quest to unlock an extra skill that I, still don't know of, also equals to all former beta testers not. Knowing about it, hidden on this second floor, and these. Gozaru guys are trying to make Argo sell the information. Something like that? Once I had reached that conclusion, the volume of the. Guy's voice increased. Today, we'll pull it off, for sure Gozaru. We'll certainly do anything necessary to get that extra. Skill Gozaru. You guys just won't understand. No matter what you. Say, I won't sell that information Goza. Oops, I won't sell. It. Pyrie, the voltage of the tension in the air seemed to have. Increased a step higher, at that moment, I stood up on. The stone ledge and jumped to the ground five meters. Below. I landed in the middle between Argo and the two guys. In order to receive no damage for jumping from that height while still lacking in AGI, I bent my knees and took a defensive posture to absorb the impact damage before. Quickly standing up. Who are you Gozaru? Spy from another clan. Just when I saw the shape of the Gozaru guys, who were. Shouting at the same time, a corner of my memories was. Intensely stimulated. Their entire bodies were clothed in dark gray cloth armor. It seemed they wore light chain mails on their upper bodies, and the weapons on their back were small-sized scimitars. On their heads were bandana caps and pirate masks of the same gray color. Overall looking, it was the so-called ninja appearance, which was originally and ingeniously reproduced. Seeing these guys like that, I also had a hunch that I may have met them during the beta period once or twice. Hmm, e, You guys are probably, fu, fu, food, no, fuga, but that also doesn't sound right. It's Fuma Gozaru. We are Kotaru and Isuk from the guild Dash, Fumanigan-. Gozaru. Oh, that's it. I snapped my fingers in satisfaction as they helped me remember who they were. These two were the members of the ridiculously fastest ninja guild which was feared during the beta test period. I should make a note about what was feared first. Every member were just like Argo and focused. Their parameter on AGI, they would open the battle as the front row and use their AGI wall to confuse the enemy. When it became dangerous, they would use their dashing Power to flee, forcing the monster, to target nearby parties. Instead. No matter how I thought about them, they were. Clearly a group of evil shinobi. But I didn't know these guys were still going along the. Ninja path even after SAO official service turned into a death game, which by itself, so far, I had no complaints. However, 2 vs 1, chasing Argo, a female player, and forcefully getting information from her, was a different story. I made a gesture for Argo, who was behind me, to step back, and moved my finger to the grip of my beloved sword. A nail blade plus six hung on my back, as I said, as a secret agent of the government, I certainly can't overlook this misdeed of the Fuma ninja. At that moment, under the fake ninja cowls, Eyes of Kodurushir and sure shone brightly. You bastard, are you from IGA? Huh. Apparently, the speech which I thought was appropriate to. The mood seemed to have pressed their important switch. Their right hand started to reach, in perfect Synchronization, for the ninja katanas on their back, which. Were actually the small-sized scimitars. No way, are they really unsheathing? But here is the. Outside, with no anti-criminal code, where players can attack other players and HP would decrease for real. At the same time, the color cursor of the attacking side would turn orange, indicating a criminal status, preventing them from entering towns. Even if they were ninja, they wouldn't be able to deceive the god of the system. Controlling this world Should I say I'm not IGA, but Koga? But would that help? Avoiding the problem? As I was seriously pondering these ridiculous thoughts. The solution to the situation came from an unexpected source. A while ago, in order to listen to the conversation between Argo and these ninja, I didn't stop at the entrance of this small valley, but instead struggled to climb up the cliff. The Reason was, this place wasn't in the middle of the town but a field. If one were to stand still in one place, sooner or later, one thing would surely happen. As I slowly moved a step backward, I said in a low voice, behind you. Do you think we will fall for that trick, Gozaru? There's no trick, just look behind you. Something within my voice seemed to have moved the deep. Skepticism of the ninja. Kodoru and Isaac, who turned their faces around, made a slight jump at the same time, that was because in front of their eyes and noses, a new intruder, no, an intruding cow stood tall. Its formal name was Trembling Ox. The height to its shoulders would be about two and a half meters, it was a huge cow-type monster, specialty of the second floor. While its toughness and attack power were just as expected from its appearance, what was troublesome was actually its terribly long targeting range and duration, which made it very hard to switch targets mid-fight. Since I had already retreated to the ledge, there was no doubt that its target would be none other than those guys. Bumu, The cow held, go, go After the screams of the ninja, the two players and ninja Outfit started running at an amazing speed in the direction of the town. The cow also chased after them with an agility that did not match its huge body. It was only five seconds before the earth shook and the screams disappeared into the horizon. From the look of it, the chase would continue until Kotaru and Isaac entered Urbis, I, who had somehow avoided the outburst of a big battle against those super ninja, let out my breath while looking over my appearance. Up until an hour ago, I have been dressed in a very plain dark gray leather coat over a cotton shirt and black leather pants. But the unique equipment I obtained as a drop from the Cobalt lord, the boss of the first floor, the coat of midnight, which I equipped on the spot, along with my eyes and hair color, had made my Whole body looked pitch black. I thought it was suitable for a character labeled as a dirty. Beater, but at the same time, I somehow looked ninja-like. As well. From now on, it would be unbearable if the Corito. Is for my GA rumor spread out, should I at least change? The inner color? Was what I thought. Again, an unexpected event occurred. Two small arms stretching from behind embraced me. Tightly. I could feel a soft and warm sense of touch on my back, along with a faint whisper, you're too cool, Kiribu. That voice was, of course, for Argo who was staying silent. Until this moment. However, the tone of her voice was subtly different from the rat ash usual slightly hateful tone. But doesn't this mean Wani San is breaking the first rule of being information dealer? Oh, one The rules of the information dealer? Those words provoked my curiosity, but the situation wasn't something to which I, a second-year middle school gamer until a month ago, who had zero intercommunication skill, could make a correct reaction. I desperately thought, while I was freezing, and somehow managed to push the words out of my mouth, you owe me one anyway, I'll be troubled until you tell. Me the reason behind your whiskers. On the face of the information dealer, Argo the Rat, there were three lines of whiskers on each cheeks clearly drawn in black face paint. While those were the source of her rat nickname, no one knew the reason behind why she drew them. And a terrible price tag of hundred thousands of core was attached to that information. However, in the boss battle earlier, I took a beater label. To isolate myself from most of the former beta testers, single-handedly taking the hostility from the new players. Off the former testers, including Argo. In order to express her gratitude, Argo sent a message saying that I could get any single information for free, to which I replied, tell me. The reason for your whiskers. To my words that I used as a joke to divert the situation. Margot pressed her face harder on my back as she whispered, Okay, I'll tell you are you. But you need to wait a bit. While I take off the paint. Eh? Paint. She means taking those whiskers off? Does she intend to show me the unpainted face, which no one had seen before? Does it have some deep implication? My social anxiety rose to a dangerous peak before she could let go. I exclaimed never mind I want you to tell me something else instead tell me about the hidden skill on this floor that those guys were talking about when Argo let go of my back and turned in front of me fortunately if I should say so the whisker still clearly remained on her cheeks just before she let go of my back I felt like I heard "Kibou, you coward or was it my imagination the rat, who had completely returned to her usual cheeky expression, said while folding her arms, I said I'll tell you any information, so I'll keep my promise. But, Kibu also have to promise me one thing. Regardless of the outcome, don't blame me. Just now, you also said that to those ninja. But, what? Does that mean? For you to sell the information about an Extra skill no one knows, wouldn't they feel grateful instead? Of a grudge. To my question, the rat showed a broad grin. For that information, I'll need to collect the fee, kibu. I leaked out a sigh as I nodded. All right, I promise. I swear to the god. No, to the. System sama, that no matter what happens, I won't hold a grudge against you. Whether the quest to acquire the extra skill could pose a risk to my life, I would have to judge it by myself. After hearing my oath, Argo gave a deep nod, then follow me. Before turning around for the path we took from there, I felt it would be impossible to travel along without having bought a map beforehand or having unlimited amounts of curiosity and endurance. We climbed the cliff of the table mountain standing close. Together on the vast, the diameter shouldn't be different from the first floor, second floor, got into a small cave, and glided along the underground stream like it was a water slide. We also went through three battles, but the enemies weren't difficult to me, who was leveling to the limit in order to defeat the first floor's boss. The total time of our traveling, was about thirty minutes. Judging by our position on the whole map, we had arrived. At a place near the summit of an exceptionally high, towering mountain on the southern edge of the second. Floor. That place was a small clearing surrounded by cliffs, with a spring and a lone tree, also, a small hut was built. There. Is it here? Argo nodded at my unnecessary question, before walking to the hut without hesitation it seemed there was still no danger at this stage she then forcefully opened the door there was an npc inside along with some furniture it was a big middle-aged man with a well-built body his head was a slick skin head, and around his mouth was a thick beard over his head was a gold-colored exclamation point mark indicating a quest starting point To my questioning gaze, Argo gave a nod again. This guy is the NPC, giving the martial arts extra skill. The information I can give is up until this point, accepting. The quest or not, is Kibu's decision. And martial arts? It was a name that I had never heard during the beta. Period. Argo said this is on the house, before adding. Supplementary information. Martial arts is a skill that allows attacking with bare hands. That is my speculation. It would be effective when the weapon is dropped or its durability is at the limit. Oh. Then it would be useful, unlike meditation. In that case. I see, so that's why you got stuck with those ninja there to Argo, who made a puzzled face, I also gave a on the house, preface before giving an explanation. When speaking about ninja, normally you would imagine their weapons to be ninja katana and shuriken, but it was a bit different in game industry. Removing the head with a single bare hand attack. That has been the highest peak of ninja gaming style for a long time. So Kotoru and Isaac would want that martial arts skill in order to make their ninja being complete. Hmm, wait a sec. They didn't know this place, then how did they know about the content of the martial arts skill and Argo knowing that information? This is double on the house. Just before the end of the beta test, this information was revealed from an NPC on the 7th floor, regarding, the martial arts master, on. The 2nd floor. But I found it out myself long before. That, those ninjas should have heard about it from the NPC. On the 7th floor during the beta test. Then, ever since. This official server launched, they have kept asking me to. Sell the information about the extra skill on the 2nd. Floor. T, then, why don't you just say, I don't know, at that time? So they wouldn't keep pestering you about the information like that? To my expected question, Argo made an awkward face as she said, that single, I don't know, would destroy my pride as an information dealer. So you chose to say, I know, but won't sell it, huh? Well, it's not like I can't understand your feelings. As I let out a sigh, I looked at the NPC, set up in seated Zen. Meditation over a tatami mat, in the middle of the hut again. And, the reason you won't sell, is that the one who bought it, would hold a grudge against you. But even saying, So, don't you already have a lot of enemies due to your business? People usually forget the grudge from having bought information just after three days but this is different. Even if it turns out to be lame, you still have to keep it for your whole life. Watching small body of Argo trembling, I was lost for several seconds before giving a nod. I already knew I'd need to experience it by myself anyway. So it's fine, I promise. No matter what the outcome, I won't. Blame Argo. I then walked into the hut and stood in front of the old man. Who was sitting in Zen meditation? The old man in a rugged. Dogi looked at me before saying, Thou wishes to be a disciple? Yes. Even though there be a long and steep road of training? I'm expecting no less. After a short conversation, the exclamation point above the head of the old. Man changed into, question mark, the log in my vision indicated that. The quest was accepted. The old man, who became my master, moved outside the hut, toward a huge rock at the edge of the garden, which was surrounded by cliffs. Its height was about two meters, with a diameter of about one and a half meters. The master lightly knocked it and spoke while he was stroking his beard with his left hand. Thine training is just one splitting this rock using only thy palms Once thou have succeeded, I shall teach thee all my knowledge. W. Wait a minute. I tapped lightly on the huge rock, feeling a little nervous about this unexpected development. Since I was accustomed to the game, my sense of touch could tell the degree of the target's durability. The hardness sensation that was transmitted to my hand was one step short of immortal object. Yeah, it's impossible. I made that judgment and turned to the master to cancel. The quest. However, before I could do so. Until this rock is split, leaving this mountain is forbidden. And thou hast to bear the mark for that reason. The master who spitted out that line took strange objects. From the bosom of his dogi. On his left hand was a small. Pot. Then in his right hand was, a thick and elegant. Writing brush. Bad feeling, a word made up in a three-dimensional font, floated over my head as the bad feeling pierced through my. Entire body. Yeah, I want to quit. Faster than I could say that, the right hand of the master. Flashed at an amazing speed. The tip of the brush plunged. Into the pot, a lot of ink then, zubazubazuba. Exploded on my face. At that moment, this made me realize the secret behind. Argo's Whiskers. That girl had discovered the old man on her own from the. Early stage of the beta test and had accepted the quest. Upon accepting it, she was told to split the same rot, along with the graffiti written on her face. Those, three. Whiskers on each cheek. Oh, waya. I raised a pathetic scream as I leaned back, and met with the gaze from Argo who was standing slightly further away. The girl showed deep sorrow and sympathy, but at the same time, the expression on the rat's face looked as if she was trying to suppress the urge to burst into laughter. I hurriedly used both of my hands to wipe my face after the release of the brush attack. However, the ink seemed to be a super-fast-drying type, as I couldn't get anything on my hands. The master looked at me like that before nodding and spitting out the devastating words that I was anticipating that mark cannot be removed until thou hast split this rock and finished the training. I believe in thee, my disciple. Then, he returned to the hut and disappeared behind the door. I stood still like that for about ten seconds, before gazing at Argo, who was still wearing a complicated expression, and asked, I see. Argo, you accepted this quest during the beta. Period. And gave up on clearing it, right? That's why you had to continue playing with that drawing on your face. Until the final day of the test. And as the result, it was the beginning of the rat character, the information dealer, and for your business in the game's official version, you chose to continue using it with paint. Is that correct? Excellent. That's some excellent reasoning. As she clapped her hands, the rat continued, isn't it great, kibu. As a result, you gained the information of both the reason behind the whiskers and the extra skill. For celebration, I'll tell you one more. Thing, this rock. It's demon. I thought as much. While I was bearing the urge to collapse to the ground, I bet on a single small ray of hope as I asked Argo, Hey. Is the paint on my face similar to your whiskers? Hmm, it's quite different. Oh. H. How does it look? Maybe it isn't too noticeable? Or if it's noticeable, but is. Somewhat cool, then I still have a choice of returning to my daily life while carrying this mark. Argo, spent three seconds looking at my face, who didn't have enough courage to look at my own reflection from the spring, before saying, oh right, I can express it in one word. It's Kyriyamuen 34. At that point, seeming as she had reached her limit, Argo Fell to the ground, both feet wriggled while she rolled her body about, naya-ha-ha-ha. Naya, ha-ha-ha-ha-ha, she continued laughing uncontrollably. Eternally, eternally. I secluded myself on the mountain for three days, by then, I managed to split the rock after a tremendous amount of struggle. It was fortunate that I had promised not to hold a lifelong grudge against Argo.